in like a custom made suit. If you're measuring yourself, you're going to be able to get yourself a better suit than if you were or cloak. Like if you weren't, yeah, this pretty much. <laughs> so that, that's that's sort of idea I'm going down. It's like maybe you're sold a dark more. lord hood. No, yeah, yeah dark, dark lord hood. Don't yeah. clip this one. No, I don't need this one clipped. But you're yeah. right. Well, Dayless is going to be recruiting people with those daggers, those uh, plus one daggers. <laughs> so you better join our call for those plus one daggers. Dayless, just, just sign here. That's sign the top line. Yeah, mine, mine will have plus one to smiting Dark Lord overlords and their minions. So <laughs> Dayless, the Lightbringer, will bring light. The Ashen Herald will provide you with weapons to smite the wicked. You <sighs> can. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Zamorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back everyone's favorite cult leader, Armored Cell. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. Now, before we dig in, I uh, got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast, asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of the supporters over here on uh, Twitch. Saw a uh, couple of resubs today. Much love, homies. And to all of the people who are members on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of week, if you'd like to show us a little bit of love this week, you can go over to uh, the pinned post on our Twitter over at Ashes Pathfinder. You see all the links to our podcast places where you can listen, tune in on YouTube, all that good stuff. Go to the podcast platforms and leave us a five-star review. iTunes could use some love, but the other ones can use some stars too. And if you leave a comment on any of them, we will uh, read those here live on the show. There you go. We got uh, <laughs> we uh, got Sim on board today, making sure we're talking about the fact that this Wednesday, yes, I'm sure, this coming Wednesday, we have the de <laughs> the developer live stream. All right, and get in your questions by this Monday tomorrow, um, <laughs> 11 a.m. PDT. Get your uh, your questions in by Monday, and then join us here. We'll do a watch party if you're interested. And uh, yes, I'm sure this time, I'm sure I'm looking. It is indeed the 28th. Monday is indeed the 29th. We are on track. Um, but anyway, uh, you can you can join us here. We'll do a live watch party on Wednesday. Um, it's always a good time and you're welcome to join us. But uh, what in the hell are we going to talk about today? What do we talk about when it's not as busy of a time? you know, over in the, the world of ashes of creation. Cause they got their heads, noses to the grindstone. What the hell can we talk about after talking about combat last week? And you know what I was thinking? We haven't talked about crafting progression in a while. In fact, when are we going to get a crafting stream? But that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I think we ought to catch up with the cast though and see how everybody's been doing it. And, and same to chat for those of you here uh, joining us live. How the hell you been? What's new? And uh, gentlemen, what, what have you been up to, man? Well, I am enjoying a nice long weekend and have been fang banging it up in V Rising. Me and my uh, me and my girl have been playing that and doing our thing there, so it's been a lot of fun doing that um, and rediscovering the game and designing a few things and just taking a break from boss killing to right. you know, make make castles and whatnot. But yeah, I do do love that game quite a bit right right what about you armored cell um i i can't I, my wife and russ has ended uh while i was at work my teammates had to defend a 5v20 um raid which is very hard for them our base was completely destroyed there's not no base left at all not even foundations it was completely gone so that was a three-hour raid while I was at work. It was devastating because I always missed all the raids. Mm. I always wanted to like, be online for a defense, but um, uh, it was just so annoying. 
But in saying that, though, this on the weekend, uh, not yesterday, day before, yeah, it's in the future for you guys. It's true. Anyway, you are. So, um, one of my best friends is getting married, so we decided to take him out for like, um, like a bucks, but we don't really drink, so we just did other things. So we went to like tabletop convention, which was pretty Ooh. cool. Um, and then we also went to a place called Zero Latency. I don't know if you guys have it over the, in America. I don't think so. It's, just, it's like a giant warehouse where they've got a, like just abundance of VR games, and they've got like this giant warehouse room where like they do like simulation puzzles, um, like Call of Duty. Oh, wow! Like all these all these like VR games and like you're actually running around the, the warehouse but if you go too close to a wall it'll let you know or too close to another person That's so fine. you're actually physically running around this what 40 meter by 40 meter room and it would like like it, it's so trippy especially when you're like going up uh like ramps and stuff because you're you're in real life and, and what, what we call it um and what what we call it? We call it like you now meat bodies and meat. No, because they're like virtual bodies and then meat bodies, right? So yeah. Like in meat world, you're like you're going and straight meat. on a on a plane, like a straight plane. But in the virtual reality, you're going like this. So you're trying to step up, but you're still stepping down. So you're like nearly falling over. Try to go up. Oh, yeah, th- that would not be a good time for me. I would probably have like smashed my face into many <laughs> things. Oh yeah. Oh my god. We tried to like um like at one point like this uh like it looks like you're gonna fall down. So you you're following the path, but one of my mates is like, Oh, I'm gonna try and go past it. I just couldn't I so he walked over like this giant dip, which is not a dip because you're walking on flat ground. Yeah. But just the, the the mentality thing of just trying to walk off the edge and know you're not gonna die is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Dude, I- I'm like I gotta, I gotta like show this off. Okay, here's the hope, and I don't hit the hit any buttons that cause me to crash a stream. Knock on wood. I hate when I say shit like that out loud because then you know. Look at this thing, man. Look at that. It it hits different when you print the thing out and it's formatted. The pages are formatted. Any, anyway, it's my turn to do some reading on my manuscript. You see, and I'm gonna do it literally. A lot of it in the next week here and then i gotta go through and make some adjustments to it but dude that's crazy man it's it's nuts when you've got it in your hand and you physically can see and you're like oh my god i wrote all that that's a lot man but it's like it's a it's a milestone i'm doing a little bit of cleanup on it uh i got to enjoy some v rising because I, I took a little bit of a break on that until um, probably like Monday, Tuesday, I'm probably going to like really head down and like do, do some reading, read it like as a, as a person who's reading a normal book and, you know, scratch all over it with my red pen and, and, and mark it down and everything. But it's pretty exciting. Cause I'm kind of moving into the phase of like, you know, I'm giving, I think I gave my, my readers like till June 18th, the day after my birthday, right. To like, just get the reading in if they're going to be able to get it done. Hopefully enough of them will. Give me some feedback and I can incorporate that in um, to like, you know, doing my revisions. And then towards the end of June goes to my editor and then it gets like another two, at least two more hard choppings before I I do the real work to clean it up. Um, July, I've got like the um, cover artist for the book that's going to be we're going to be working on that. So that's pretty exciting. And um yeah, V Rising was a lot of fun. I've been playing that because I've had a little bit of time finally this week. Um, I've actually primarily streamed it all week, I think. I had a lot of keys to give away. Um, I gave away, like, I don't know, man, something like 15 keys or something total between base game, the, the Dracula pack, the, the Sinister pack or whatever. Um, made some tweaks on that server. It's a good time. It's It's nice to kind of, like, tweak that out um man v rising's got so, it's so good dude they've, they've really made some great adjustments to that game um that's a lot of fun I, I think they've made some really good changes to the game it's like yeah you could totally do it solo i was like totally showing people like you can do that game solo people are like can you i'm like well i mean yeah and i was like going and i was killing bosses you have to be careful but it definitely rewards you for, for your hard work yeah yeah, it's definitely possible. Like, yeah. you can even, like, wait for the bosses to kill each other. 
Well, the, you the third, totally third party. Ride. Totally third yeah. party that shit, man. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it, that, that one especially, it's like you just, you know, yeah. tap a few fools and then just wait, yeah. wait to let it happen. Yeah, yeah there's some you dude. You just popcorn, you just watch two bosses. Go yeah, go at it. Clean up afterwards. Or like minions in the environment, like fighting them. I like got one guy in Gloomrot, which is like the new DLC. Yeah. And I, yeah. I got that guy because there's like there's all kinds of mutated shit jumping out. He's constantly fighting. I'm like, dude, there's look, I'm all about getting it, getting it on merit. Right. But when you make it this easy, I'm just going to third party. Take that, man. Like, yeah, literally, I had dude. my bags filled up from just all the carnage. Crazy. Other far. Yeah. Fights. You yeah. just get over there and just literally kick back and collect it as they're going in their circle. I'm just like, <laughs> this is. Let's just get it, man. There was one thing today. It like scared the bejesus out of me. It's like this big old tower thing. And yeah. all of a sudden it just like drops down and this beam of like lightning comes at you. And it was like, mm-hmm. I I had to like uh, kite it around a rock because it was like, what the heck is that? Because I never seen it. That same mob had not done it before that's cool and then i found another one and it just kept doing it i'm like dude what do you want to crack is it like kept getting <sighs> struck by lightning that's how it powers up this super attack yeah there's it's a good time that the yeah definitely gloom rod is uh there's levels there mm-hmm. so if you're like there's certain areas you're fine when you're like decent level like 70 ish but when you get there's some stuff that's upper 70s it's like wow that new thunder strike peak so much lightning <laughs> yeah i'm kind of curious what other people are playing while we're waiting on ashes like i'm probably gonna chip away at that new street fighter 6 game i'm gonna try it out uh it looks fun it, it's I've interesting slowly, i've been slowly moving through jedi survivor like to take when i'm taking breaks from v rising and that's that's really good i'm enjoying that quite a bit oh my god you guys okay i gotta we're gonna get into ashes talk here in a second but i gotta talk about yeah. this zelda tears of the kingdom Mm. oh baby oh this is my this is my this is like my soul food game you know what i'm saying like it's it's that was the very first game well not the very first but it was like the first console game like atari doesn't count like i count nintendo right the legend of zelda was like my game right me and my brothers played that game uh, you know mario too but like primarily like zelda was like our thing right and that was like the game series we've always sort of cherished growing growing up. Like it's always been that that foundational thing for us. And oh man, the way it started out, I was like, oh, there it just hits different. And I remember talking about, it, I was like, dude, I feel like they're they're gonna they're gonna take it to the next level with this one. I just felt it in my gut. Oh, they did too. They did. They just they took the Zelda games and they they stepped it up like breath of the wild was a step up but this is like a step up like in doing something very different and i'm like oh it's so good i got to play it i think the first night i played it i was like i'm just gonna play it for like half an hour four and a half hours later or something i was like i gotta go to bed bro i gotta get I gotta get up in the morning and do stuff so these are there's a lot of games i've been doing lately i'm like getting into variety I'm, I'm, this is the year where I'm, I'm enjoying bouncing games, doing variety, playing all kinds of different different things. I've got games on the list still to go and do. I've been fortunate enough to get some good sponsorships. I'm going to do one tonight, you know, and getting in some variety gaming, trying different things out, enjoying different games. It's been a good year, and that's pretty much my focus this year. It's been great for my channel, too. Um, so I'm, like, continuing to stay the course, enjoying it, and just, and just going a week at a time, you know? But I get... I gotta say, man, I saw I saw a comment, and we we see this every so often, and I kind of want to like just kind of like talk about this again because I see it when people are are saying this. Uh, people calling Ashes vaporware. I don't hear that very often these days because it's actually gotten to a point where there's like development to showcase. But I always find it interesting. I remember there was like a creator I used to follow. Uh, you know, mutually followed and like was cool with or whatever. And he was like playing New World one time. And I remember watching him as he was playing that that shitty game at launch. And he was just ragging on Ash. This was actually, and I'm not saying who, but this is one of the people that was in the old content creator program, was literally calling Ash's vaporware 
even though yeah yeah and i was like oh i'm trying so hard not to just call this dude out and to like blow him up i'm trying to trying to stay in the light but i wanted to but i didn't and i remember seeing that and i was like dude you don't even know you're not connected enough to or following the game even remotely enough for that to, for for your opinion on this to be credible or be believable anyway, much less the evidence doesn't support it, right? And so, what I guess, what do we consider a vaporware game? Like, can we talk about this for a minute, just so we can put it into context? What do you consider vaporware, guys? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I guess my only comment is, uh, you know, some people leverage clickbait, <laughs> yeah, even in their commentary. Uh, I don't know. I, I put 400 plus hours in New World and I had more fun in Ashes Alpha Zero and One <laughs> than I did in New World. I just saw Cheryl's comment chat and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I can't take the man. I'm like, trying so hard, but well played, yeah, we my friend. We, we need an emote for that. You need a Dream World emote, is what we need. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, I need, you know, oh, God, dude. I need I need ideas by the way. They could be Pathfinder related. I need ideas for five animated emotes. I'm re, I'm going to remake them. I thought the Eyes of Justice Never Rest. I was like we can do that one. That cuz that was one I think even you maybe came up with way back. I got it written down. It's like right here. I, I never threw the ideas away. I do keep them. Um until still eventually get to that merch is what we need. Dust be, get <laughs> it, dusted. It dusted. Right just dust to the face but getting clapped in a different way right there um yeah so anyway vaporware is basically when a game is like you know they're like they call they put a bunch of, they talk about all these really cool systems right but you never actually see them and you jump into the game they're like it's vaporware right it's things that never come to be reality that you never see there's a lot of games that actually would classify as vaporware ashes is not one yeah. of them because they've yeah. been you know progressing and showcasing them granted it's a different discussion point if we were to say how far along are they on developing them things well i, mean, that, you're I don't alpha know one right alpha two Still, i guess well up, right? yeah well, i don't know i they're calling that the end of the year it's gonna be a minute till we can call it even alpha two i think at this point yeah. you know i'd still say you're in a bridge between alpha one and two and I don't know what that really looks like because we only get what they showcase. But you know what they ought to be showcasing, in my opinion? It's time for crafting, man. Yes. It is. This is going to be cool. We're going to look at the cool, you know, Cyclops. Don't get me wrong. I'm down to see some cool bosses, but this doesn't excite me. Let's. I, I feel like it's time. We've, we've been teased by the devs who've lurked the channel, hung out in chat before, remember? Like Slurp and other people. They've been talking about this for a while, how excited they are. I feel like it's time to showcase it. To showcase what you're going for. Like, to actually sit down and go, you know, here's what we're looking at. Here's our ideas. We're looking to get feedback on it before we get to Alpha 2. It's time. We're going to talk about crafting progression, too. And this is a very open conversation, talking about things that work, things that don't work, things we like, things we don't like, what Ashes could capitalize on, what they we think ought to stay away from. Again, it's opinion-based. We're going to welcome all those opinions, and we're going to cultivate those opinions. But with that being said, we've talked about class theories a little bit, and I was like, we haven't talked about crafting progression we haven't talked about that in a hot minute. And more importantly, that's kind of a good piggyback off of talking about class theories. Because when you think about theory crafting, gearing is a big component to that, right? Sometimes in some games, it's an even bigger component than the class kits are themselves. Because sometimes that's look at be rising as a perfect example, right? People were watching me play that game and they were like, uh, uh, when you kill the boss, do you level? I'm like, no, 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 you don't level. Your gear, the level of your gear is your level, right? You unlock what you unlock along the way, but that's that's your level, is your gear, your power level, your item, items equipped, you know what I mean? And that strengthens your spells, other melee abilities, whatever, your weapon uh, active abilities, etc. So... When you think about, I'm going to start the question off, and this can go to everybody. Uh, 
what are the artisan professions, okay? Well, we've got a lot of different ones, but let's focus on the crafting specifically. In Ashes, you're getting arm currently updated list is armor smithing, arcane engineering, carpentry, jewel cutting, scribing, tailoring, leather work, working, and leather or weapon smithing. Now, these aren't all the artisan professions. These are just the ones categorized under crafting because uh, processing and gathering, those are different. They're artisan professions, yes, but we're talking about is crafting, okay? We could tie those other things in as we're talking about this too, but if those are the ones on the agenda, okay, then when we look at crafting profession, and we could pick any of those ex as examples, and I'm welcoming all of you in chat to do the same. When we look at crafting pro progression, what do we consider rewarding progression versus that annoying just grind that feels so tedious and, well, not rewarding? Like, what are the, what are your two, what are some of your examples of that, of each side of that spectrum? And same to chat. Use games yeah, as examples. Great question. I think my personal opinion is we talked about class fantasy when it came to adventuring classes. I feel like there's class fantasy around artisan classes too. And that hasn't ever, in my opinion, been captured by any game, like, in my opinion, really well. There's a couple that I've heard of, I've not experienced firsthand, like Star Wars Galaxies was one that I, you know, consistently hear about in terms of like good crafting system. Like me personally, um, I think like the, the right experience and what would make crafting like good for me is relevance. Um, you know, definitely not adopting like a model that I've seen in that Blizzard game, which is pretty much you know, the best gear is not crafted. And I think uh, we heard this uh, specifically from Steven that the best gear will be crafted, right? You might need materials from places where adventurers go, but I think that that in and of itself is already putting this a leg up from everything else, right? And there's ways to make that not, I would say like everybody gets a trophy either, right? I think they talked about like the way you allocate your skill points potentially for artisan classes kind of locks you out of other things if you want to specialize and that's the key is like what time you put in um i think we've talked about this in other areas too was we want to reward for time spent right for commitment um and that's not necessarily just grinding right it's like investing like what you in and being a part of the community as well, working with other crafters. So I feel like that interplay um, in the economy, uh, relevance in terms of like gear, those in my opinion would make crafting really relevant. Um, and I do feel like it's really important to have both those components, especially when you're in a PVX game, uh, because community has to be top. If you don't have the right kind of community layout and crafting and economy is a huge part of that, it's it's not going to be a good time. It, you know, people aren't going to invest in it if there's not, um, I would say, a benefit to it in in a real way. It's not just like, you know, with WoW, it's pretty much everybody has every crafting profession on many alts. I think ESO is the same way. You could kind of do it all on like one tune. It didn't make it really important to be a crafter because everybody could do it really. Mm -hmm. What you want to say? Yeah, I, I do. I do agree with that. I also like, I, I, there's no real game that I've seen that has a good, like a feel good crafting system. Like it just feels like a click and craft, like even in RuneScape, like, would be what what sort of armor am I going to craft to get the most experience for the amount of materials I have? So you just craft like twenty daggers or hundred daggers and just do that for like a good hour or so after you farm a bunch of iron, right? Or copper and uh, tin. It's just it doesn't feel good. Like it, like there's some games that feel good when you do like sort of not PvP but more like. PvE sort of things so we are crafting, growing crops or whatever, like even a Rust, like it's a PvP game, but I really enjoy growing the crops to make teas because there's like genetics that you have to get involved in. It's a um, 
the fertilization of the plants, the water has to be at like 60% to get optimal drying speed. Like all these sort of things that uh, are skill-based. And you, once you learn the process, it starts to become easier, but it's still a, a skill that you have to learn. And that sort of makes it fun for me. Whereas clicking and queuing up 100 daggers isn't something that I enjoy. So as as Dayless was saying, that I do think there should be some sort of uh, not so similar to how there's like a class feel for like an, a road or an archer. I feel like there should be something similar to like a smithing or um, jewel cutting or like I did. We do have talked about their mini games that I've been talking about. I'm really interested. I'm really hoping we get like a small little taste of that or test of that because that that would be really cool. Because uh, we haven't actually had any sort of view on what these mini games will be like. Like even in Rust, like we were, we were very, uh, like very cautious about their mini games because they had like um, at first you just hit a rock and you took the stone off it and it destroyed itself. Now you can hit critical markers on these stones, and it'll give you more resources out of it faster. So you still get the same amount, but you can get critical hits on it and it'll break the resource node faster. So it was actually more rewarding like you have to look around it you can just like smack it and it'll get it eventually but it won't be as efficient as hitting the critical marks so these small little mini games even though we're cautious about it they can be fun and they can be rewarding because they can be more efficient um so that's what i'm hoping that they're going to take the mark on where these mini games can be more efficient but if you don't want the mini games you can just passively do these crafts which they have also talked about but we really need to see like how, what their direction is and how it's going to feel, right? Because if it's not going to feel good, no one's going to want to do it. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. And I think the other thing, and I, there were some great comments in chat, I think particularly Nero talked about the, you know, I don't want to craft like 10,000 useless items or items that are irrelevant in order yeah. to level crafting. I mean, there's so many other ways to do it. I mean, I know work orders can kind of be like, an offshoot of that where you can say okay like make this for this person and so on but i think something like interactive like that would be really really good to be able to do and maybe like you provide like some sort of weapons or armor or something in your node and that helps your node in addition i think new world did something like this um in order to like if if you had like a made a certain amount of items and you contributed it it leveled up the town and that actually wasn't terrible i mean it was still like a little grindy but it's something like that that i think would be good um to be able to do um in addition to like maybe just having like crafting quests some sort of discovery i do like the idea of mini games that are optional um like that too as opposed to just like clicking an afk um you know that just is not interesting to me so i would like to be able to do that um and one of the things um i was thinking of actually was like related to v rising is like yes you have these different crafting stations everybody can do everything but i did like the fact that you had mm -hmm. to like kill certain bosses to get certain recipes um yes. you had kind of like a way to like have each of these professions kind of interact with each other like i needed like spectral dust with certain ingredients from the grinder in order to smith like dark silver you know ingots and and other stuff so it's like all these different interactions i think was really good and it helped create even a life cycle for that um in terms of like how you set up your base and like different things so i kind of feel like that when you have like crafting stalls and so on you can really build a community because you're like hey what can you do? Well, I can do this. Okay, well, then we can maybe set up our, in our, you know, guild, for example, a nice little area for the guild and everybody has like their own, you know, way to contribute. And it's mm -hmm. not like everybody can do everything. It's like one of the things that was a super feels bad moment for me and other games um, has been, oh, hey, I really like these types of professions. So I would invest in them. Um, and then we would have like a guild and saying, okay, well, we need, x and it was like oh we already have too many blacksmiths we need another one so it's like okay now i gotta switch my profession or create a bunch of alts to be able to support the guild and i do like the fact that if i 
really invested, say, in like weaponsmithing, I could get to like some really cool stuff that maybe other people in the guild couldn't. So would it help me feel more useful and relevant right. as a crafter, not only within the guild community, but in the broader community for Ashes too. Yeah, I like I that. Like, I would like to point out like the fan B Rising as well. Like the one thing that I do like that they did, I wish they expanded a bit more upon it. Is like if you put these craft sections in there, especially like there's certain rooms with the tiles and stuff, it would yeah. give it a, a buff or like, yep. like I mean crafting materials, I wouldn't need as many crafting materials. Like that felt really good. That reminded me of um uh, Valheim. Mm. Was it Valheim? Yeah. Uh, where yeah, like Valheim. you put a crafting station and then you put like attachments near it and it'll upgrade the thing. So it's it's like integrating the building mechanics to the crafting mechanics. And that sort of felt good. Mm. Um but yeah, like as I say about the mini games, like my monkey brain would rather sit there and even though it's the same amount of time, I'd rather do a mini game and be interactive than craft 100 items. Like even if it's the same time, I'd still rather do a mini game. That's just me. Like I'd rather be interactive and feel like I'm doing it than me just click, 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 and then it's like watching a YouTube video of what's happening. Like right. it, it takes me out of the game. I want to be in the game. I'm playing the game for a reason. Like yeah. The, like Throne and Liberty, for example, like they did that bloody. I heard it was getting bashed, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting so bad. Like, I, yeah. I was, it looked good. And then they, it's, it's like an auto, like, apparently, like, if you pay a subscription or something, you can, like, do offline auto farming. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God, God dude. Like, that's so bad. That's not what I want. So bad, dude. I'm, if I want to, if I'm buying a game, I want to play the game. Like, it, it's, it's, Anyone that streams that game and plays like that is like pretty much a, a viewer themselves and not actually playing the game. It just feels so bad. I don't understand how, like, that's not my go sort of game. Like, maybe someone might like that, but right. that feels like a, everyone gets a trophy. Like, you log in and it's like, oh, I'm a level, I'm max level now. I haven't done anything. I just turned on the game and that was it. Ah, oh, dude. Ugh. You know, what's, what's a lot of people in chat were saying as we started this part of the conversation was like you know essentially the the general uh theme that or idea that i want to share as i was seeing it between multiple people which is you know something that can be really monotonous and or boring or taxing could be really relaxing for another person you know and that's very true right to some degree and that's why this is an important conversation to have because while one thing that could really bother me or one of you two here could be totally someone else's chill spot, man. Like that idea of kicking back and maybe having like 300 of an item being crafted and just sitting there and watching it go by. Like, I don't really like that. <laughs> I don't want to be doing that. But someone else could sit there and get a lot of satisfaction out of that, right? And it's true. They could be like, I just made 300 of these. I just did X amount of these. And there's like all these aesthetics that can, you know, and, and you know, really cool sounds that can totally tie into that. Like they, the sound of it being crafted, you know, uh, a lot of that can really tie in and be something that's really meaningful for a person. I mean, but I get that for gathering. I get that. For, I feel the same way with yeah. gathering stuff, right? And some people hate I, that. I and some people hate I that. I, I love it too. I actually love running. One of my favorite pastimes in an MMORPG is literally just jumping on my mount, running around the world, you know, running in a big circle or circle eight or whatever, or just sometimes from, you know, all across the world, just gathering random things along the way. And it, it's like, it's kind of like my, my chill vibe space, you know? I mean, my vibe space is going to come under fire occasionally, even offline, because that's like one of my offline things too. Usually when I'm not streaming it or whatever, like I'll just, I'll just jump on and I'll like, I'll vibe. I'll kick on music. I like that. Isn't going to get copyright stricken. You know, I have to worry about that. I can have it on the background, right? I can run around, listen to my favorite tunes, listen to some rage, whatever. Um, and just like chill and not have to talk to anybody. Maybe sometimes I jump in chat, but usually I do that. Not talking to anybody late at night, middle of the day, something I'm doing, you know, I'm going to workshop or something, you know, on, on like Skype or well, not Skype, but uh, Zoom or whatever. And I got something going on. I'm like keeping myself busy. I can do this in the background. And it's like chill and relaxing. It's a good way to kind of just relax and do whatever. For me, gathering is like that. It doesn't matter what I'm gathering. It could be mining. I could be picking herbs. I, I, en I enjoy it, right? But I know people and I've known plenty of people who loathe that 
more than anything, they load that. But they'll be the person that's going in, like, you know, buying stuff off the off the marketplace and, and crafting, like, for freaking hours, just sitting there crafting. And you're like, oh, bro, I don't want to be doing that for hours. Like, yeah, but I'll go right. run around for hours, though. You know? so, uh, but the best part of New like World was, was the gathering, in my opinion. That was the most satisfying thing about New World for me, is going out, chopping wood, whatever, gathering materials. That's always was fun. Um and and I do tend to like shy away from grinds like in general, but that was that was for me. It's like I think Cheryl mentioned it. It's like the ASMR <laughs> MMO there because right. the the sound was so good. Um, uh, and and I I tend to agree with you too. I do love exploring. Like when I first got into Alpha One for Ashes. I like went to places I was not supposed to be, but I just wanted to see the world. And that, that yeah. is like one of the things that I really like doing too. And sorry, yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I think yeah, that's so good. No, no, like as I was saying, like um for gathering, like if we put them to the same if we like compare crafting to gathering, gathering your final gathering as a minigame is you're running around picking up these items, right? Whereas crafting, if you put gathering as a crafting equivalent it would be you standing in one spot picking the same herb as it grows standing standing still i don't think that would be feeling as good as walking around the world and picking yeah. up in different locations yeah i feel like look our current way of gathering is a mini game whereas the current way of crafting is not a mini game it is a monotonous thing that's why yeah. i feel like that gathering feels better than crafting because you're doing something different even though it's the same sort of thing yeah my monkey brain is like, once again, monkey brain. I'd rather go to point A, B, C, D than go stay in one spot and pick up the same thing five times. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, like I said, everybody's built different, but uh, let's talk about progression. Like what in crafting, right, specifically, and this is going to be a fun one. And it's same for you all. If you're watching, listening, even whether it's here live or later, love to get your feedback on this. What makes progression for crafting meaningful to you we've, we've kind of danced around it a little bit but think about you know you could be thinking about that in game remember master artisanship is a thing in ashes so that's like totally a factor we could talk about here but also just on a broader a broader sort of like discussion here progression like i'm going i'm leveling up this 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 artisan profession you know, along the way intermittently or as I'm getting to that end, end max level, what makes that process meaningful to me? For you all. I've got one for you. I'm going to tell you as a great example, but I'm going to let my gentleman here on the round table go first. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know that this would be any different than what I talked about before, but like for me, crafting progression, you know, is most meaningful when you can contribute like in a real way versus just dropping like a hundred daggers on the AH and calling it a day. I mean, I just feel like that in and of itself, like, and having like a equivalent like reward for time invested. So don't waste my time as a player. Like if I'm really going to spend time and I want to like spend, I don't know, a few hours a week just doing crafting, I want to be able to like, meaningfully like get like skill in that and i want to be able to with enough investment get to those higher tiers and again it's all about the community aspect too so it's that's kind of the way you gate it from people doing like what they did in wow which is pretty much go on the age buy a bunch of mats and then max out your crafting and then when that note that particular profession you did no longer is relevant than do the same thing with something else right i feel like that's you know continued relevance as you progress would be a way for me to feel like it's meaningful and then i'm again contributing to the broader community whether that's guild community or server community i, I do feel like a good progression for crafting or what would make it feel good is like if if you're a parent like if you're repairing an item like someone else's sword or something, right? But you've also been crafting the sword. I feel like the more you're crafting or repairing that item, I feel like you could be getting better at doing that thing. 
or it'd be more efficient or faster. I don't know, but I feel like if there's if if the crafting, if it makes it feel like you're actually progressing in that crafting, not just like you can craft new items, but you can craft that certain item better or faster or more efficiently, like you're not wasting as many materials or it's hardened a bit better or if it's stayed sharper longer, I don't know what sort of qualities swords can have. But if it makes you feel like you're becoming a better blacksmith or weaponsmith or jewel crafter, like it actually makes you feel like you're becoming a better crafter, I feel like that would be a good time. I feel like that's something that would make me as a crafter feel like I am progressing. Like, yes, there's always the default of you're now level 16 and now you can craft sword, long swords instead of normal swords. I understand that. Like, that's the basic of crafting. But what I'm getting at is, like, if you're crafting, like, if your team's mainly, I don't know, axes and daggers and no one uses swords, if you don't craft any swords, I feel like if you're crafting a lot of axes for your teammates or you're repairing your teammates' axes and daggers, I feel like you'll be getting better at it as the more you do it like that's just my interpretation that's how i feel as a crafter like that's what i feel as a would be a good time you know you know world of warcraft i i enjoyed when this was my thing this was one of the things that felt very rewarding for me as a min max player as a theory crafter because this would benefit me as a pvp player pve player work towards raids dungeons you name it right and uh, and if I was really and if I was really focused and had the funds, I could even swap out like sort of what I wanted to prioritize, you know, like gems. You know, I could swap my gems out for a, a you know dedicated raid event or dedicated PvP night. It'd be more expensive, but I was a jewel crafter and I was a blacksmith, and I've talked about this multiple times around here, right? But it was difficult because once I got my death knight and everything, and I started playing him really actively, I was like, I'm just gonna level you as like my, you know, my miner, right, and my enchanter guy, because he could just make the enchants break enchants down, and he could farm everything I needed, right? So I could make enchants for my main character. I could farm the ore, right, that I could use to prospect. And break the ore down to get gems and or smelt it into ingots uh so i could use that material as well for blacksmithing right so i completely played him he was like my second main for a while there he was my main he was like paladins got beat down to shit and i was like oh my god i can't do this right now uh not for like in-game content so I, I i got to a place where i was like okay so this works out really good for me as a theory crafter so as a blacksmith i get additional sockets and as a jewel crafter, I can make jewel crafter only gems. It's not a massive stat bump, but it counts. It makes a difference. And to me, that was a way to mitigate the shitty uh, uh, passive or, you know, uh, racial like passive that I had as, as a as a freaking blood elf compared to the humans broken ass PVP, uh, you know, passive ability. <laughs> Because it was, let's be real. It was humans were favored like crazy before they got before they got changed. But that was my thing. I was like, "This is cool. We're gonna like we're gonna balance that out a little bit for the for me against other people. I'm gonna get like better gems for a couple sockets, and I got a couple extra sockets. So those couple couple extra sockets with those gems were straight bonus stats, and that was awesome." That was super awesome for me, right? It gave me a bit of an edge and it felt that, and, and it was an edge that I could feel both as a crafter that had max leveled those. It directly impacted me and my character and my stats, but also getting up to that point allowed me to make some things that were generally were able to make me a pretty good chunk of money. Those gems could, could bank some bank, man. You just, you, Look at what what gems people were buying the most of, and you made those, and you freaking made bank, dude. I could make some good money off of like some of the blacksmithing stuff was was definitely questionable. In wrath, it was pretty solid because some of that stuff was very useful for like Ulduar because you definitely needed that for some of the raiding. You needed the frost resistance gear and some of that sort of stuff. So there were there were bonuses. It felt meaningful at in game beyond wrath. I will just say that kind of just. 
on the way down, man. It just kind of went to shit after that. But Wrath was a good time for a lot of reasons. Now, is that the only example I can give you? No. There's a lot of really great examples, right? But Master Artisanship, I think, is going to deliver in a way similarly not the same exact thing but similarly in a sense of reward because as a master crafter whatever you choose whatever pathway you choose in that specific whatever the artisan profession is there's going you're going to get to a point where you got to choose a very specific specialization and that sets you aside in a way right and then on top of that if you're the person that ends up picking up that recipe that's really rare and you're a master artisan in that particular area, you're, you're already not like a dime a dozen, right? So it automatically makes being in that position meaningful. You could be the guy or gal that can make that thing. And maybe you're also really good at rolling, you know, some of those extra stats and getting good bonuses on the gear, that's pretty that's pretty big deal. That makes progression quite meaningful, in my opinion. And it's one of the things that I look forward to in Ashes of Creation. Um, but yeah, that, that to me is like a big one. Because ever since I Wrath like ended, Wrath the Lich King ended, I found myself in a position where I had no crafting's really doing it for me. I'm not getting that sense of like uh Progressing to a point at being max level feels like really worthwhile to me. And then again, this is my own what makes it a good time for me. And that for me is like what makes it a good time. Can I use this to my benefit to give me an edge some way, shape, or form at the end of the road? Because if I'm a tank, you'd be better guarantee I'm going through the blacksmithing route in Ashes. And I'm gonna fo- I'm gonna focus, and I'm gonna find something that tends to be expensive or the most expensive to have to purchase, and that's gonna be the thing I'm gonna focus on, really capitalizing on. Because number one, I'm never gonna be spending that money most of the time on that thing because I'm gonna be able to make it myself, and people are gonna have to come to me to get that thing made because it's not gonna be lottie dottie everybody. Because well, I mean, you never know, right? How that's gonna go in the end, but it's still going to be hopefully rare. Not, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. Um, okay. Which, which then kind of takes us to the, the other point. What can ashes learn from other games, whether it's good or bad? Gentlemen. I mean, I, I like what you were saying and kind of the maybe, um, build on that too. Like one thing that I didn't necessarily like about that bonus system, that it was self only, and granted, it would have been meaningless if everybody was able to do it or whatever. But I do feel like something that Ashes could do to also set crafters apart is if you get to these higher tiers, it's not only about maybe things you can make, like specific things that only like maybe master swordsmiths can make. But it's almost like, can you also... For the lower level things, like be able to like roll more bonuses on it or something like it gives you again, like it's not just a relevance just to get to the top tier only with the top tier stuff. It's a way for you to even doing like it's meaningful you for you to go and maybe like spend like a few hours in a lower level node and help out like people in your community in that you know in that uh, other citizens in that node by providing them with maybe lower level weapons that have like slight bonuses to them because you have that master crafting like again things like that is how like you build community and how you make crafting relevant at all levels right it may be okay for somebody that's maybe a novice or a journeyman crafter to make that kind of lower level weaponry but if a master crafter kind of drops in and helps people out that could also make your node much more efficient too um and again it people then seek you out right at that point if you're a master of something because there's maybe not only that idea that you can make that super rare item but you can make like other items that are maybe not as rare, but could give you, again, that little bit more of a bonus. So you can also, from a 
I don't want to say from a min-max perspective, but from a theory crafting perspective, also make your build even more unique and um, and and different. And it's not all about cookie cutter because you could have like one you know class combination that could do well with like a two-handed weapon versus two dual wielding weapons. And if you find like the relevant crafter that can make on the you know those weapons on those trees then that could give you that edge and help you reinforce your play style as well, which again, it's all kind of building with crafting at the center being super important. You can kind of see how that opens up like community and gameplay and interaction opportunities that are positive. Yeah, I, I do follow that. Like the whole point of what, um, what the devs are trying to do here is, get people to be interacting with each other. They don't want, that's why they're, they're going for a sort of gameplay loop is not a, a typical one where the, they're trying to bring the MMO back into MMO, right? They want people to be interacting with each other and make, make it feel like a good time and not just play the game, a single player game with other people. So I think Dayless is on the right track here where you, you're you like a master crafter, you see a level one node and for a lot of people they're trying to build it up. You go down there, you give them a bunch of sort like, low level swords that have like a small bonus to it that they wouldn't normally be able to get. And that's going to give them a significant advantage to be able to start progressing their node a bit faster. And they won't forget that. They'll be like, Daedalus the Great gave us all these swords. So, and they, he's getting raided today. We better go, go over there and help him out. Like this is, this is the sort of community that they want to, want to integrate and build up. So I do, I do think there's, as you were talking about the dual crafting, how like, because you're a, um, a top tier dual crafter, you're able to get those extra rings or bonuses because of it. Um, with, like, I do like that sort of idea, but since there's no soul bound items, I'm not sure how that would work. Maybe you can wear an extra item, like your soul is more attuned to it. Similar to like maybe a alchemist might be able to drink uh, more dangerous potions because they've got a resistance against these sort of potions or a armor smither might be able to wear uh, armor that's more well fitted because he spent more time on it on himself like these sort of things like so, like being like a, uh you're wearing getting like a custom-made suit if you're measuring yourself you're going to be able to get yourself a better suit than if you were or cloak like if you weren't yeah Isn't pretty much <laughs> so that, that's that's sort of idea i'm going down it's like maybe you're so dark lord hood no yeah dark, dark lord, lord hood. hood don't yeah. clip this one no i don't need this one clip but you're yeah. right well, Dayless is going to be recruiting people with those daggers, those uh, plus one daggers. <laughs> so you better join our cult for those plus one daggers. <laughs> Dayless just, just sign here. That's sign the top line. Yeah, mine, mine will have plus one to smiting Dark Lord overlords and their minions. So <laughs> Dayless, the Lightbreaker, will bring light. The Ashen Herald will provide you with weapons to smite the wicked. <sighs> Dude, can you you do me a favor, by the way? I need. Can you shoot me your link to Teespring so I can get one of those shirts? Because uh, I want to. I want to start. I'm starting to feel like the thing to do on this show is to sort of like call out your castmates, you know, like not directly, just like sort of subtly on stream, like point attention to them in some way, right? Like you're awake wearing the I want to play shirt. He's got the damn picture of me in that hood hooded behind him lurking over, which is really kind of like kind of I don't really know what to say, but you got you got his shrine yeah, of Steven and then over to the creepy. side, and <laughs> over to the side, looking over his shoulder is like dark sim. And I'm like, I'm like, there's a lot of way, frames of reference that you can sort of like pull and and uh, and frame that. So I'm like. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I don't know how good or bad that is. I guess you have to judge for yourselves. But you know what I think Ashes can learn from other games is is already in 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 sort of like the recipe for what I believe is going to be success, and that's going to be focusing on ensuring that crafting isn't just everybody can do it. You know, you don't need inner and there's no interdependency, right? Like, like there were. I love running around and gathering. There's a lot I liked about crafting in ESO. One of the things I hated, it, look, I know what it caters to, but the fact that you can do everything, max level everything, you could do everything on your character. Like, 
But that's kind of what they're going for is like, you know, everybody's a star sort of a thing. This is the thing, though. That was kind of painful because ev- you could do it all, all of it. You didn't need to really go to anybody else. If you wanted to, you could work for it yourself. It'll take you some time. If you want to pay to convenience it, just for your convenience, then you can go to their cash shop and you can fast track that shit, drop down some harder money and, uh, you know, pay to convenience, win that, <clears throat> that, that shit. Right. Which, you know, trivializes a lot of other people's hard work over the months and months that it took to unlock it. But that was like the thing, right? Like, I didn't ever feel, I didn't ever feel that you needed, you know, that you needed. Yeah, Neurocrux, you couldn't buy that, um, but that kind of got trivialized to a degree too. Once you could, you just find someone who's got it, and you know, you trade with it, whatever, easy peasy. At the end of the day, the main thing is, is that I didn't really need to go to anybody to get anything done, and I think that was. For the actual game, right? It's great for their cash shop, but for their actual game and meaningfulness of interconnectivity between players, that was the thing that, like, initially I was like, oh, that's great. As a dairy crafter, I can do it all myself. But then once you play for a little while, you're like, ooh, I'm never really needing to go to anybody the majority of the time. And then you get to a point where you're like, well, if. I could do it all and you could do it all then yeah there's not really a lot of a way for me to make a whole lot of money off of this that kind of sucks mm-hmm. you know it, yeah, you need you need people to need you and you need to need people yeah like and most people in in guilds like they just make stuff for their homies right barely barely anybody really charges other people to do stuff you know i mean it happens but most yeah. of the time people will laugh at you if you expect to get paid much or you know outside of like maybe some of the rare mats um but again most people yeah, who craft I mean, a I, lot they just make it for free they're like whatever you go. yeah i mean if you have the mats like most of the time i'll be like you know i'll just do it right i'm just clicking like one button it's taking like 10 seconds of my time right a lot of people will tip for that um you know and i do as well because i'm i, I want to support crafters but i i yeah, I missed I, that. I mean, honestly, it's like it. I, I felt like it's it started out that way in like vanilla WoW, and it became less and less of a thing in terms of the later expansions. And I do feel like that's a huge part, of, a huge missed opportunity uh, for like for a community when you don't have that level of interaction when it's all about being sweaty in a raid for like, you know, 16 hours or 20 hours or, you know, whatever hours a week. Right. I feel like that in and of itself is just like a community killer. Um, if you don't have that, or at least it just doesn't make crafting as important, which again, I guess I'm, I'm super into crafting. I really like that. I like those aspects of a video game especially like an rpg like even single player rpgs when you have crafting elements i mean i love that i think it's really cool and it's at that point in most of those games it's relevant like you need to craft to be able to like move up and like you know fight tougher you know tougher creatures and so on and so i think that's you know something that i'm i'm really hoping that Ashes puts their money where their mouth is right now and and really makes crafting like a super important part of the game and an interactive part of the game. It's not just like I'm, you know, being sweaty in a forge all by myself and not talking to anyone, (laughs) being a crafting hermit. Which would be really cool. It's just like you knew of someone that was a like a master crafter. There's like maybe there's like three or four master crafters, but there's one in particular, you know, that they never really fail their their products, right? They always make like a, mm-hmm. a top tier sword, maybe like not the best, yeah. the best out of the lot of them. Right. So how would you know it's from that person? What if they had could have like a signature or a branding or like an etch? Yeah. Not visually, but when you look on the item icon, they might be like crafted by their, too. Their logo or something yeah. or something or made by like 
that was my well, favorite thing. Like, that, I think, like, made by. Yes. But, like, what if you had, like, your signature or, like, your logo or something? Symbol. This like, would be a good emblem system integration long term. Yeah. Like, like I've got this cool ass uh, da- uh, plus one dagger from back in the day from Daedalus. And now he's, like, a master blacksmith. And this is one of his first swords he crafted. So it's got, like, that prestige value, you know? Like, like um, there's a few mm-hmm. games that have this sort of thing where, like, um, 2B2T on uh, Minecraft, if some people might be familiar with that, where like it's one of the oldest anarchy servers around, and basically there's all these items from other people, and it's got like this value to it. Like people pay real money for it because it's like an artifact, yeah. because it's it's got that prestige to it. Like yeah, um, in Rust, like we have something similar where like if you kill someone, like there's some people on the server that seem are seen seen as like the best players, right? Right. But if you kill them. There's, what you do is get a knife and you can like attack their body and you can get their skull and there's like a trophy <laughs> item and you can actually put their skull into a trophy and it's got their name uh, on it and people use that as like I killed like the best person on the server like like, like pe- people do collect skulls like the weird people but like I'm just saying like there are things that have that prestige that that relic sort of uh, feeling to it and I feel like having that signature on your items that you craft could do that as well. You know my, what this reminds me of? It reminds me of someone on the forum in the past week or so was talking about wanting to be able to get players skulls or heads or something and mount them in your home or something like that. I was something like that. That's what that reminds me of. I was just like, oh, that's oh funny. I would so do that. If you had a rival like um, town <laughs> and you managed to kill their mayor, and take their skull. Oh, that's, that's fun. As a trophy in your house. Right, yeah. I could see that in your, your cult, uh, cult I place. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to hard pass on that, because all I can <laughs> think about right now is a is a tree outside of Armored Cell's Freehold with, like, little dolls hanging out of it, <laughs> and the doll's teeth is, like, human teeth. Different oh kinds God, of, like, dude. teeth from his enemies that he's, like, pulled out. Right, dude, just, like, a bunch of hanging are you, are you telling me, voodoo dolls or are something. Are you telling me when you've killed someone, you haven't taken some of their loot and, like, hey, this is this person's loot. Like, look at it. This is uh, their loot. I can't confirm or deny. Loot, not body parts. <laughs> he's, he's, like, loot, not, hey, not parts of their corpse. The armor, right, armor, <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not, like, extracting, like, their extremities in oh, any way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. I mean, trophies are come in many forms. You just got to open your mind a little bit. <laughs> you gotta open your mind to the possibilities. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Everything is a trophy. <laughs> Two words, hard pass. <laughs> you, you know what 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 this 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 whole conversation tonight has made me think about even more? We really need a crafting stream from the devs. We I feel do. like that I feel like out of everything, that is one of the things we have not gotten yet. And yet they've hinted at how they're really cool ideas and how much they can't. Yes, Quantarium Slurp, we're talking about you because you show up and hang out in the stream during the dev stream sometimes pretty regularly. And when you do, you like to tease everybody, right? Seems to get back to him. He likes to tease people about how great and how cool it is and how excited it is. You can't wait for people to see it. This is my opportunity to say, when, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's show it off. I feel like we're there. It, it, it feels about time to show off, and it's a great time to show it off and get feedback while you're in the, that stage. Right? Especially when you've already hinted at it and teased that at it before, right? AMTs is over at Intrepid Studios, man. <sighs> I want to play. Yeah. Not that he'll answer me, but I did just post it in the uh, Discord like Crafting Stream when and added uh, Stephen. Not that he'll respond, but. Dude, I'm like. I've... I'm ready for Ashes to be like the game I'm on like 90% of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I jump on, I'm doing my, it's my normal thing. It's a thing that people are used to seeing me stream, right? But not the only thing because that's how you kill yourself as a creator 90% of the time. Just saying. I mean, if you can do a 48 hour stream, I think it'd be fine. See, you see what you're doing there? Ashes is going to get a lot of play, man, when we get an Alpha 2 again. I played. Oh, oh God, yeah. Man, I've been enjoying variety, don't get me wrong, but people, anybody who's been around long enough knows 
when when they had the APOC, I played the shit out of it. I was like probably one of the most most regularly streaming channels, right? When Ashes was in Alpha One, same thing. When Ashes in Alpha Two, guess what? Same thing. It ain't much gonna be changing, homies. That's all I gotta say. So let's go. I mean, when are we going? Oh, into the year. Oh, some of them. All right, though. <sighs> anyway, that's gonna be our show today, though. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Because we're gonna watch some Cyclops action in this coming uh, developer live stream. When Wednesday, Wednesday, eleven a.m. PDT. We'll be we'll do a watch party here. You're welcome to join us, gentlemen. Any final thoughts? Nope, I'm here in silence. Oh, Me, oh shit. Okay. I am looking forward to it this time because, as I said with the, the dungeon, I was hoping for like multiple yes. groups going in there. Yeah. But I've heard that there's going to be multiple groups versus this um, raid boss. God, I hope so. Group of four. Good. It's going to be at least two, which is good. Good. Give us like 16 people fighting on screen. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am, in chat. I see you. So I'm looking forward to that. So not, not just uh, four devs going God mode against. Uh, yeah, right. Absolutely agree. We need that shiz, man. We need. We I think we need. It. I think we need to see them all. Kind of like when they did when they fought. There was like one point where they were all fighting one of the uh, dragon bosses related to castle sieges, and that was like it was fun, right? Seeing the devs get together and a bunch of them running in, getting face, you know. Rolled by something. I hope the Cyclops just sends people in the air. That'll be beautiful. All right, let's let's bit. How many times will Steven die? <laughs> right? Boss. Yeah, it's a good time. Especially, you can tell when he's like, oh, no, this isn't the way I wanted this to go. And everybody's watching me getting wrecked right now. I'm going to go to God mode. I think Steven's going to die at least 10 times. I sure do hope so. It'll require residence clerics. Please not his mage, too. But... Friends, Sims out for blood. It sounds no, like. no, 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 not yeah. blood. No, just a little bit of light justice. That's all. You know, <laughs> yeah, or lights retribution. I don't know. The... to me. What? I can't confirm or deny anything about that. I'm not even sure why you say that. Beware the sandal. Beware the sandal, my friend. We all know I'm going to get stomped at some point. You don't point, get so ultimate just... defense for a while, man. So you better do <laughs> you know, this shit, man. Yeah, you better keep that shit in mind, brother, when you go step it up there. You know what I mean, man? Gentlemen, it's been a good time as always. Here's the hoping we get some good stuff on the dev stream. And everybody, much love to you all, too. Gentlemen, why don't you shout out your domains where people can find you when you're not on this podcast? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. No armored cell. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash armored cell. Uh, outstanding. And friends, definitely follow the homies, right? Uh, check out armored cell when he's live. He does some rust streams. I need to catch another one at some point here in the near future. But look, we might be at the end of today's show. But in closing, got to remind all of you all, as we always do, that you, uh, you're all Ashes Pathfinders, right? You don't have to be on the podcast here on the roundtable to be a Pathfinder. It's literally every single one of you who are part of this journey that we're on together. So much love to all of you to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light. Have a great night, everybody. We're going to see you again real soon. Take care, everybody. Next week.